1: i We have a very special midweek edition of In That Number with the December fixture congestion. Me and the Moscow Mesh thought, you know, we'd give you a little bonus and talk about the Norwich game from Wednesday night. And we can look ahead to Sunday's trip to St. James's Park, for which we have a special guest to help us preview that fixture. But before we bring him in, let me bring in my co-host, as usual, the Moscow Mesh, Kevin Milberton. All right, Kev?
2: All right, yeah, Ted.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, here we go again. little midweek special double dose of you. I'm totally sick of you now, to be honest.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I can't believe that we thought this was a good idea. I'm, I'm regretting the decision. <laughs> um, it doesn't happen very often that we win back-to-back games at home um, within the space of a week, so... It's worth celebrating.
1: Before we start, I just want to talk about the TSP 100 live episode. Uh, tickets are available in. It's all in support of Saints Foundation. Um, it's on the 10th of January at the Five Rivers Pub in Beavers Valley. I shall be going. Um, so, yeah, make sure you get your tickets. It's a good cause, and it'll be a, be a great show. Um, and also, we kind of breezed over this last time, Kev. We, um, a quick mention to, to Matt Markstone, who's recently recorded his 150th episode. Actually, his 151 has just come out now, hasn't it? But, yeah... Um, Amazing effort from him. He's just really, really dedicated. Constantly churns out excellent content, just leaving everybody else in his way. Yeah, but just prolific and belated. Congratulations, Matt.
2: Yeah, congratulations. It's good to have him as part of the community. He's the longest serving podcaster and a very, very jolly nice bloke.
1: He is. Right, yeah. <laughs> right then, let's not leave our guest waiting any longer. Fresh from his cameo on TSP, we've got Tom Hynes. Some of you will know his other half. She is, of course, Lucy, the panellist and host of Total thanks podcast. But yeah, welcome, Tom.
0: Thanks for having me, guys. It's well, a, a pleasure to be here.
1: Oh, it's a pleasure for us. It's
0: like,
1: yeah. you know, before we go into it, I just want to say thank you for, for taking the time tonight. Um, we gave uh, you such short notice. Oh, look, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm,
0: a, I'm shameless. Like, get get me on anything. I'll be there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Count me in.
0: Like, this will be it now. The, the podcast invites will come flooding in, I'm sure. <laughs> I can't wait.
1: Yeah, you're going to lose your job, mate. I've got a new new <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Definitely anyway, either. um how are you?
0: I I'm really well, thank you. Um I w- I was chuffed that we've been able to get on tonight because I was a bit worried I was kinda of rushing back from work, but I made it comfortably in the end, so ready to ready to go. Of
1: course you got um Sheffield United and Newcastle United today at Bramall Lane. That's kicking off an exactly. exit, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's about fifteen minutes. Um I'm I'm not I'm not hopeful for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, Sheffield United are having a really good season, and they're just a good good group as well, good good players, good managers, a lot to like about our club, so I'm not too hopeful for us tonight.
1: Yeah, they, they, they have surprised me a bit. They, defensively, they look really sound. Yeah, absolutely. We can't <laughs> say
2: about us so. <laughs> Do you not fancy going yourself?
0: Uh, well, it's unfortunate, because of our, like, fabled, fantastic uh, travelling support, and there was just absolutely no sniff of a ticket. Um, you know, kind of, you, you, you desperately hope that maybe it'll pass down to members, but it's not a chance. So they were all snapped up by season ticket holders. So, yeah. I'm, I'm there in spirit, guys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just, like, St James's Park could probably sell out twice every week. I'm yeah, pretty sure it, of that.
0: It is, it's a good good crowd, good crowd.
1: I've never been to Newcastle. Oh, really? Never.
0: Oh, Matt, right, that's got to be on your bucket list. Get yeah, well,
1: actually, we were having a discussion at work the other day, and we were talking about how far north you've been. And I can't remember the last time I went any... Well, Leeds was the highest I've been... Actually, no, I scratch that. I've been to Scotland. What am I thinking? <laughs> Forget that. Yeah, but um, yeah, never Newcastle.
2: Oh, wow. Want to pick off awesome. that. Been to Lapland as well, haven't
1: you? Oh, I have been to Lapland, yeah. Well. <laughs>
2: All these places.
1: <laughs> it? I, I so just, well travelled. I just mean in, the, in, the, in this country, really. But yeah, um, yeah. I will have to do that one day.
2: I meant in this country. I mean, the strip club you went to on your stay. Oh, sorry, his <laughs> Next place...
1: Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, moving on, uh, can you tell us about yourself?
2: Yeah, sure
0: thing. So you might pick up uh, from the accent, I'm not originally from Sheffield or the North. Um, I am a southerner and a proud southerner too. Uh, Yeah, you know, we'll gets get everywhere, we get around. <laughs> um, I originally, so I'm from near Swindon which is the only kind of landmark I've got, really, which is a bit of a shame, so I won't say that too loudly. (laughs) Uh, And and in all those years, I somehow ended up with Newcastle United, so, you know, the way these things go, right? Um, And just been stuck with it ever since. I
1: love how you say stuck with it, yeah. Well, like, I mean,
0: just just recent years, slim pickings for the last decade or so, I'd say. Um, Well, you know, we had a bit of fun with Rafa, but then that obviously came to an acrimonious end, Mm. but... You know, actually, credit where it's due, I'm sure we'll talk about it, but Bruce is doing better than I think we all expected, so... Oh, definitely, yeah. But yeah, so I'm a a geography teacher, Teach up in Wakefield, live in Sheffield, so, you know, a a, a long way away from home up in these parts, but very happy and settled all the same, so
2: there you go. It's a bit of a commute, isn't it, Wakefield's... Sheffield? Yeah,
0: so I started my teaching career actually teaching in Scunthorpe. So if anybody knows where Scunthorpe, oh well, yes, yes, yeah, exactly. there you go. Like that was a proper trek. So actually, the half an hour to Wakefield is not so bad compared to the hour back from Scunthorpe. So mm. maybe one day I'll will t- teach in the city I live in. Maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Okay. Well, so let's chat Newcastle then. So yeah, uh, fantastic result against City. Yeah. A back from that loss against against Villa, wasn't it? Yeah. That's right, yeah. Tonight, as we said. So what's that, 14th in the table now still, Yeah, I believe, up to points.
0: sort of nosebleed territory there, really. Yeah. 16 <laughs> points. I can't quite believe it. You know, it's, it's it's better than I thought it would be at this point in the season. So, um, yeah,
1: the point against the well. City, welcome. Yeah, that was brilliant. Uh, really good yeah. defending there. Um, what, what's the general feel around the club at the moment?
0: So, I think this depends largely on who you ask. Because we've always had quite a divided fan base. Um, Ashley, out. I had to get that in. Um, <laughs> but I think that slowly, and I really stress slowly, Bruce is building some goodwill and kind of bringing disparate parts of the fan base together. Um, he'll never be rapper is the problem. So there'll always be his naysayers and people, you know, who are never going to give him credit. But you know what? I can't, I can't fault the bloke and I can't fault what he's doing. So credit where it's due. I think we're... Go in the right sort of direction. I kind of look at the team and the setup, and I think you know we look at a group of players who know what they're doing, and and that hasn't always been the case at Newcastle United. So it's a welcome sort of run at this moment. I could say that, and tonight we could get walloped tonight. You know, (laughs) take it all back. So, so I'm guessing
1: it would be fair to say that you were well under underwhelmed by his arrival, like everybody else, I guess.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like so where we live in Sheffield, we live really close to Hillsborough. So we got a lot of stick off Chef Wednesday fans for taking Bruce. Um <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if really, if it's just that bad for you guys, crikey, I mean he 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 I know he's a jaw and everything, but I think there's a real sense that he's a bit of a bit of a journeyman and a bit kind of he's gonna be gone in a couple of years. You don't ever feel you're gonna build anything with Steve Bruce at your football club. Mm. Um, so I think and, and and a few people will never get over those doubts about him either, but you know, the recent history we've had. If we've got someone who's going to give us a bit of stability, I'm all on board for it. I'm all on board.
2: Former Sunderland manager as well. Do you think you can ever really be taken in?
0: Yeah, I think like that's always just going to.
1: Oh, Hang on, Ken, play we, have, we had Redknapp, didn't we?
2: <laughs>
0: you were allowed to say that name on this podcast, right? Popular stuff. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I think like the Sunderland connection's an ugly one, but he's just got a bad record for doing this, isn't he? Just kind of bobbing off and going wherever he fancies. He's not really one for respecting loyalty, you know, respecting rivalries.
2: He's not bothered. Yeah,
1: he's done. Didn't he do Villa and Birmingham as well?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's right, Ah, yeah. yeah.
2: And you also had a sideline as a detective writer. Have oh, you read really yes. this? So.
0: That is my favourite thing about it, actually. I don't know where I heard it, but there is some stunning prose that is, well, yeah, it's yeah. Christmas, guys. You know, get your friends yeah. and family some Steve Bruce writing.
2: It's like my dad wrote a porno, sort of, um, level yeah. of writing. My manager yeah. wrote a detective. That's, that's,
0: that's perfect, yeah.
2: That would um, be a great podcast just reading out Steve Bruce's literature.
0: Oh, my God. Right, it's done, <laughs> guys, I'll <we'll> see you <laughs> next week for the first episode,
1: that's it. <laughs> um, interestingly, I, I saw, like Newcastle were four points better off at this stage than they were under Rafa. Yeah. So yeah, there, there is that sense that he never seems to get the credit that he deserves.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And, and actually, um, BBC Sport did a really good article this week. Um, I think it was Saj Chowdhury who wrote it just after the City result just saying, actually, is this guy getting the the credit he deserves? And and you know what? I don't think he is. Um, you can only take a manager on what he's done, and and we can't argue with what he's done so far. So, yeah. you know, we'd hammer him if it was going wrong. So perhaps we need to credit him when it's going right. So
1: absolutely, yeah. Um, and speaking of this season, like, is there any well massive standout performance for you?
0: Um, like obviously. Defensively, that's where our goals are coming from, um, mm. with, with eight of our 13 from defenders. Like, clearly our, our, our defenders are putting a good shift in at the back. Um, I think we have real depth in center half as well. like we're currently going without Lascelles and we're currently without share, like two pretty massive players for us. But actually, like Fernandez, Clark, Domit, these guys have all stepped up and, and looked look the part and they look good. So credit where it's due to the defense. And um, Dubravka continues to just, I just love the bloke, I think, mm. you know, and I'm sure we'll talk about goalkeepers. I know that Saints, perhaps, it's a less favourable situation in goal <laughs> at the moment, but we're very lucky to have a very assured shot stopper. And, and going the other way, we've got Maxi Man, who I was enormously sceptical of when he signed, you know, £20 million for this kind of mercurial, diminutive, little attacking type but. Credit where it's due, he's, he looks the part. He's, he's lively. I've got high hopes for him.
1: Yeah, I'm quite worried about him on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, if Cedric plays again, yeah. so watching
1: the
2: oh, yeah. game last night, oh, that could be some fun. Oh, yeah. I don't fancy him against him. Uh, on the other end, have there been any underperformers, people that you've expected more from?
0: Amaron. Yeah. Amaron yeah <laughs> um so i was like i like i'll get in there early i i love Almeron. i think he's absolute i just love the bloke i i think he works really hard i think he does fantastic things he's got one assist and no goals yeah like. that was the one
1: in the weekend but, as well wasn't it
0: one Oh assist. no, it was a bit of a screamer as well really for jet retro yeah. villains rather than a good assist so i was not even sure you can really give him that um but i just think he's got the right attitude and he, he plays a part but the numbers aren't great he is underperforming um I don't suppose we can talk about it without mentioning our record transfer signing who is benched tonight against Sheffield Wednesday, Joel Linton, mm. who, yeah, he is patchy at best, 40 million pounds and we're not seeing a lot from him um, I think we don't play a style that suits him massively, but then I guess, you know we contrast our strikers with yours and I'm your league's ahead of us, what we'd give
1: for Danny Ings. And that's probably. about the only, only position, though, I think. <laughs>
0: There's not too many, but Danny Ings is definitely a big tick in the box.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So, considering how you've started and where you are in the league now, what are your hopes for the rest of the season?
0: Um, so, this is a question that often gets banded around by some of the Newcastle fans on Twitter, and it's always, if you ever want a laugh, go and check out the NUFC hashtag, it's always good fun. <laughs> um, because we've got people saying, well, I mean, come on now if we you know we're, we're five points off six like that's where we should be looking and actually i'm firmly in the camp of let's just survive and it's a sorry situation that i'm saying that to you guys but recent history dictates that survival's got to be key for us because we're not going to get sustained investment we're not going to get quality coaches to take us forward at this moment it's just about hopefully outlasting mike ashley i think you know, yeah. stay in the Premier League, stay an attractive proposition and, and hopefully ship him on his way and then we can start to think bigger and better.
1: So you're, you, you're rather, you'd you'll rather focus on Premier League survival and just throw away the FA Cup? Because you've got a nice little tie in the third round. And you've got Rochdale wow. and Boston United.
0: Everybody says this is a nice little tie, but it's yeah. a banana skin written yeah. all over that, surely. <laughs> away, away at Rochdale, away at Boston, come on. It's going it's to be like Ronnie Radford all over again when that third round coverage pops up. Every year's the same. Um I would absolutely love an FA Cup run. Like, by formative years as a Newcastle fan, the 98 Cup final, the 99 Cup final, my God, those were heady. Down. What I would give right now for some of that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, as much as I'd love a run in the Cup, I think we've, if we just, just stay up, because that's the thing that's going to get rid of Mike Ashley, you know, that's going to create the conditions for him to leave our football club. In truth.
1: And, and what about the transfer market in January? Is that... Is that a- a, a stupid question is, is actually allowed to waste any money?
0: I, <laughs> there's, there's not positive signs.
1: Um,
0: and and I suppose there's an argument, really, that we're sitting okay at the moment, when by no means clear of it, um, but we look okay. There's no way you look and think, oh, well, we definitely need someone there. You know, like, obviously goals would be good, but everybody around us is looking for goals. You know, it's that, that's the killer, really, for all of us. So that's not going to come cheap. So I can't see us doing a lot. Maybe a couple of loans here and there, as we've done in the past, but nothing too dramatic, I wouldn't have thought.
1: I mean, looking at the start, you spent like £65 million in the summer.
0: Which is, like, absolutely unheard of, isn't it? Mm. And then you look at a team and you're kind of like, where has that money gone? And,
1: yeah.
0: and like, what have we done with it? Well, you How lost, much better?
1: You lost Rondon, didn't you?
0: Yeah. Still, still like, carrier, carrier candle for him, always. Um, we yeah. lost Perez as well. I know he's not gone on to great things at last, well, I don't, I don't but... like him. <laughs> really? We've... No, oh, just, just it, because oh, of no. what he's done to
1: us, I just don't oh, like yeah. him. Oh, sorry, I should have thought about what I
0: said. Oh, no. Um, yeah, so losing those two was pretty massive. Um, and we've kind of half replaced him a little bit with Sam Maximan, but obviously Joel hasn't brought what we thought he would. Um but, yeah, like, where that money went, pff, it's, it's, it's hard to trace it, you know, to, to value it out.
1: I think we all think that, though, don't we? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Good point. Kevin?
2: Yeah, I mean the match is about to start now. It's going to be in- interesting. Um, so, yeah, it's a 2pm kickoff on Sunday. Um, yeah, so what, what can we expect from Newcastle?
0: Um, I really, I truly don't know. Um, because I think that is the nature of supporting Newcastle United. Because, um, you know, we recent games, like we drew with City and, and looked strong at the back, and, and I know we didn't create a lot and we snatched two on the break, but we, we, we nabbed a point there, and then against Villa the week before, we were absolutely dire. And, you know, then, but then recently as well, we, we saw off West Ham with one of the best performances I've seen for us for ages. Um, so I just have absolutely no idea what we're going to see on Sunday. Yeah, how do you
2: think they're going to set up then?
0: So I think we'll probably go with what's become like the classic Newcastle formation at the moment. So there's sort of like five at the back, sort of two sitting in midfield and then kind of three roaming around up front and just encouraging the wing-backs to get on down the pitch. Um, which, you know, gives us lots of defensive solidity, but it does give me worries in midfield because I think you could win a game against us in midfield. I think you could trample us a little bit. Um Because I've still got question marks over Shelby, um, because he goes missing, and Hayden is a little bit limited. I like him, I rate him, I'm happy with him, but I don't, I kind of look at, like, you've got Hoyt and I know he's not having a great season, but he's the kind of person who could turn a game in midfield, so I'd be a bit worried about what he could do, and and Ward Prowse is just just a bloody nightmare to play against, such a niggly little player.
1: Um, Yeah, the last time we were up there, we, you know, you... (laughs) <laughs> well, actually, sorry, yeah. I'll, I'll go back a little bit. The last time you picked up a win there was January 2015. Yeah. And, and the previous two meetings, we were just massively outclassed. I think it was was it three, three one twice. last year? Three one last year and 3-0 the, the year before that, wasn't it? And it was the Perez oh, hat trick last year. And I think I remember in recent years it was like a there was a four was there a four two or a four one?
0: Something like that. Yeah. There was a yeah.
1: Why do we struggle so much up there?
0: Well. So, actually, for context sake, I was at the 3-0, um, not the 3-1, but the 3-0. Um, it's been dubbed the high derby in our, in our household, <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're going on Sunday. So, I'm driving yes. Lucy, Lucy's dad, and Lucy's brother, and myself up, and they're all Saints fans. So, it could be an awkward ride home, depending <laughs> which way it finishes. Um, but I, I, I think, really like, the distance has got to play a part, you know, it's it's 300-odd miles up to Newcastle from Southampton, um, and obviously, like, atmosphere and stuff like it is yeah. a big stadium. Um, it, it's interesting what you said earlier, uh, Ray, about the, the, the um, attendances, because there's been quite a concerted effort against Newcastle fans, particularly at home this season, to just not go, um, just in protest, really. So I think we're about 38,000 we're bringing in at the minute, so well short of capacity. Um... So that could maybe swing things back in favour of Saints, possibly. You know, the atmosphere won't be perhaps as, as vociferous as it has been in the past. I don't know. But I think it's just, like, we struggle when we go to you as well, and like, we don't have a brilliant record at St Mary's either.
1: Neither, neither do we, though,
0: so. <laughs> that's a fair <laughs> point, yeah. That's Particularly recently. I don't know, two home wins in a row? Yeah. That's got to be, come on. Like, how I are mean, you
1: feeling about that? 20th and 19th in the league, though, you <laughs> know. You do You've, job done job. <laughs> You've done a job, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um,
0: but yeah, I, I think the distance is massive in in kind of in in this poor, um, historically poor show at, at Newcastle. Um, and I think also there's probably an element of like relative fortunes for both sides. Like I know like recently. We've not been great, but historically we were an okay football club. Mm. Like, it does feel like history these days, but we were all right at one point, you know. Hell yeah, I
1: remember the the heady days of Kevin. God, oh,
0: take me back. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you,
1: I I remember I Alan words. Shearer and even Andy Cole before that. That's what I
0: mean, and, and it makes me sad to hear those names <laughs> and look at what's on the team sheet these days. I tell you.
1: Yeah. Um. But anyway, but, the game. Oh, yeah, I just. Uh, you know, if, if Newcastle played like they did against City, then then Kev, we're we're not getting With through, Bikes. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they defended so well, they were tight and they they were just organised. And actually, Shearer had, had a really good. Pick. I know Shearer would do on Match of the Day, but um,
2: yeah.
1: and he kind of like pointed out their desire to play positively, and they were always looking forward. And you know, it's, it's contrast to what we saw in that first half against Watford, Kev. So, as I say, if Newcastle can play like that, and they probably should at home then I think Saints
0: are in trouble. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm, in, I, I'm, I'm inclined to agree, I think. Um, and just it, that, That's exactly it, though. If we turn up with a bit of a negative mindset, like, you're coming into this on two wins, like, this is a bit of a free hit for you now?
1: I don't want it to be like that, though. Uh,
0: well, but then maybe that's good. Like, I don't know, I assume you guys saw the game last night. Like, for me, I thought Redmond had one of the best games he's had in, in a long time for you guys. Really? I, I thought he was really... I just looked more direct, and he, he looked more himself, and... Because like, he's a player I just think the world of, Nathan. And I know, he again, another one who's not having a great moment in his form at, at this time, but I just, I just think I'm a bit worried what he could do to us. Like, direct players like that, who push, break through midfield and, and turn our centre-half, are going to cause problems, I think.
1: I, I think, honestly, he's... I thought he was bad yesterday. I thought, did you? I did, yeah. I, I just... I don't know. I I, I don't know what it I is. Definitely I think maybe have, people have figured him out? I, 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 maybe I don't know.
0: I definitely have massively rose-tinted glasses when it comes to him, so for sure, like, any time he does something good, I'm like, yeah, perfect, look at this guy, what a legend. And time I'm like, what do you mean? He didn't do anything wrong there, That's the other guy's fault. <laughs> um, you know, so clearly, like, you're clearly looking at it much more objectively than I am. Um, I don't know, I just, I just think he's got something something, something a little different, and I've just got a lot of time for the guy. Oh, I, really dear, I, love I still
1: love him, after what he did for us last year. Ah,
2: what a hero, right? Uh, yeah, what yeah. A hero. We, we sort of talked about the, the weaknesses that we could exploit, but um, yeah, what's the biggest uh, threat coming from Newcastle?
0: So I think for us, and it's in the context particularly of watching Saints, because as I mentioned earlier, like living with Lucy, who's Mad Saints, and I went myself to... Stampton University so I watched a lot of Saints I've, I, what I'm saying is guys i have got a soft spot for Saints like Ooh. if I had a set a proper second club it's definitely Saints so I watch a lot of Saints um, I like that hear the applause there yeah.
2: um, you are contractually obliged to say that
0: that's it yeah done tick um, <laughs> but guys I tell you a set piece you look ropey yeah. my word yeah. and, and, and that's where we seem to score goals from Kieran Clark just bundles them in so oh,
1: dear.
0: I, I think <laughs> Our threat is going to come from uh, set pieces, like pumping the ball. I mean, Carroll starting tonight, so I don't know whether that means he's starting.
2: Is
0: he what? really? He's starting oh, tonight. I wow, yeah,
2: love. I love Andy <laughs> Carroll.
1: I love him.
0: <laughs> uh, he's he's affectionately known in our house as the drunken wardrobe. So <laughs> that's how he moves, you know. Um, but yeah, he's starting tonight, so I wonder if that's a precursor for yeah. kind of the Saints, like you know, lots of physical presence he brings. Maybe, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think set-pieces for us are a big deal. Um, Sam Maxima, as I mentioned earlier, looks the most likely to make things happen. If Cedric's playing again, it could be could be some fun there. But also, he doesn't do a lot going the other way. So, I mean, Cedric could get exploited, but then get on by him as well and help the attack up the other end. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm just looking at the uh, the team sheet, actually. It looks like you're playing a 5-4-1. A
0: yeah, we we very much... We, 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 yeah, sort of Almiron and, and Sam Maxima are going to tuck in, I think, and... We're going to just shut up shop by the looks of things, from what I'm seeing from the early signs. But nil-nil after seven minutes—that's that's a good start.
2: Positive, yeah. High like,
0: hopes and all that.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if Joe Linton's been rested, there, do you think uh, he's saving him for Sunday?
0: Yeah, I can't tell if it's the case of he's resting him or actually just realise he's a bit crap. So <laughs> I, I, I can't really work it
1: out. Um, I think what it is, I think Steve Bruce has just thought, you know, you're struggling for goals, mate. You got we got Saints on Saturday,
2: on <laughs> Sunday. Let, let's let's bring Definitely you on there. You're going to get your to first goal,
1: yeah. He will. It's going to happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he gets a hat trick, bloody hell! You, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll be saving this recording forever. If he ends the season with three goals, I'll be impressed. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know if, it, if it's kind of like... Because all the, the build-up I'd read before this was that Carroll was carrying a knock and it didn't look like he'd feature, and, and there he is, Stein, so...
1: Um, and what about the uh, biggest threats from us?
0: Ah, oh, it's that man, Danny Ings, isn't it? It's
1: probably, isn't
0: it? How good is he, by the way?
1: Yeah, he's just... He's yes. doing... Oh, I mean, it's not even the goals. I mean, I was there, I was at St Mary's yesterday, and, you know, yeah. just, just before he come off, he was... You know, he was chasing down lost causes. Yeah. It just, it just doesn't stop. It just keeps going. And I just remember thinking to myself at the time, thinking, he has given everything for this for this cause at the moment. And, you know, you've you just got to love him.
0: Yeah, he, he, he's out as well. Was he on now? Is it seven or eight Premier League goals now this season? Ten. Ten. Oh, well, there you go. He's, mm. he's, he's absolutely flying. Yeah, like, he's just got a niggly habit of scoring goals. As you say, he just ch- chased anything down. He's awkward to play against. Yeah, he he he's going to be the big threat, isn't he? He's and been, ha-
1: just been held back with injuries, isn't he? I think that's probably yeah. what cost him his Liverpool career.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I think you've got a really a really good player there. I was pretty sceptical actually for the for the summer money and the, you know, I'd never doubted his quality, but as you mentioned the injuries, but looks at this moment like he's in a pretty good reign of form. So, um, and, long and he came off. Yeah. Wow! Well, well, Yeah, to to an extent, All right? You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think there's a lot to be said as well for James Ward-Prowse as well. I think, you know, he's another player. I think, like, those two for me just seem to really play for the shirt. And that's a terribly cliché thing to say, I know. Um, but they're just horrible to play against. <laughs> like, they're just in your face and they make it hard. And I think that's what you need when you're down there fighting. I think that's the kind of thing you need. And, I, yeah, I think, I think two really good players there. Local lads. Absolutely. You so know well, what it means.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we won't mention we, where Ward Browse is from, but yeah,
2: no, no. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just down the road. <laughs> um. So if you could take one of our players for Newcastle, who would you think you'd take? um <laughs> Yes.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, think I'm going to uh, know this considering you're not scoring goals at the moment. Ah, oh,
0: it's, it's it's Danny Ings, isn't it, oh, all yeah. day long? He's he's at, I, And I thought quite hard about this question because I didn't want to just say Ings, um, but it would obviously be Ings. Um, but I think Ward Prowse as well as I mentioned there, just just somebody who I mean that his set pieces alone is not worth it for that, isn't it? He's just yeah, out of this world. Um, but now actually I think that you know that like players like Jan Valery, I've always had a lot of time for Valery, and I know like things have kind of gone a little sort of ropey for him at the minute but I think there's a really fine player there and and fullback is always an area I look at for us particularly Yedlin and kind of think it's a little ropey Um, but no I think actually there is a really good team at Southampton I think it's just kind of you're just not having a great time at this moment Um, but yeah lots of players
1: well Well, I mean Newcastle have a have a manager called Steve. They've got an assistant manager called Steve, a first team coach called Steve, a head scout called Steve, and now a goalkeeping coach called Steve. So I was kind of hoping that you'd be interested in taking Jack Steve. And, <laughs> that uh, is you know, a that well played. Enhanced the Steve Castle United I, regime. I didn't know how you were <laughs> segueing that in. Um, <laughs> you know what?
0: I'll, I'll, you can keep Stevens. You know, I'll, I'll just I'll leave him leave him with you guys. <laughs> But though, I don't know, he didn't have a complete mare yesterday. No, so no, I,
1: I, I thought he played well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. He it
1: just, it just makes those, you know, that one mistake, and usually when he makes a mistake, it's a goal. So <laughs> yes,
0: it's quite unfortunate, isn't it, how he <laughs> seems to always...
1: I mean, the yeah, Watford one was an assist, wasn't it? It was just a bona fide assist. Like, here you go, mate.
0: Nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Watch that back on Master like, I just don't even know what you've done there. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Fortunately, we... we, we Probably, I mean, if, if Almiron was present with that chance, he'd, you know, stick it in the top row, so it doesn't matter, really. If Joel Linton, he'd just air-shot it anyway, so <laughs> don't worry, line him up for us.
1: But I did notice yesterday, though, Kevin, he, he was just nine nonsense Whenever that situation came about, he just, bang, he was looping it into the sand, so he has learned from it.
2: Yeah, I mean, a bit, bit like he was against City. Um, yeah. So, yeah, promising signs.
1: Yes. Um, anyway, Kevin, um, if that question was reversed... You know, who would you look at from Newcastle? Who would you take in the Newca- in the Saints team?
2: Uh, Jamal Stales. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't care if he's injured. Um, I think <laughs> we need to leave the, at the back. <laughs>
1: um,
2: uh, will wait. You know, because it'll yeah. be worth
1: the I, I agree. Yeah. I mean, when, whenever I look at away teams, I always you know, I always look for ways to strengthen our backline for well for obvious reasons. But I mean, uh, Fernandez. He's been playing really really well lately. Um, but he's thirty. Yeah. But, uh, but like we've said, we need that experience at the back, so that would be good. And who's the, who's the lad you've got at left back on, on loan? Is it um, Willems, Willems?
0: Willems, yeah. It's, like um, Yeah, he's good. Dead impressed with him. Yeah, he's played three goals this season. He's an absolute machine. Like, yeah. Sticking him away.
1: Um, yeah, really, really impressed. I'm not impressed with our left side. So there's an option, Kev, because obviously we've got Bertrand. If he's gone, I think it's quite clear that Hill doesn't like Vokings for whatever reason. Um, and actually, Sean Longstaff, he seems to be like hot property because uh, I think Man United was sniffing around him at one point, and They valued him at like 50 million.
0: That was crazy numbers being banded around, weren't there? He, he, I, yeah,
1: he seems like really, really sought after. But uh, he's not even in the team today, is he?
0: No, well, he he had his suspension that finished against Villa and then he ended up, he had, he's been carrying a bit of a knee injury, because, like, he kind of broke in at the end of last season, and he, we thought this would be, like, a breakout year for him. It's not really happened. And, but then maybe that's a good thing, kind of takes the, takes the heat off him a little bit, because, obviously, like, we think the world is up here, absolutely love the kid, and, and we do anything we can to keep him. So, in some ways, like, maybe it's a good thing that he's kind of having a bit of an extended time away from the first team. Mm,
1: maybe like, he's a on the bench tonight. The plan.
0: Well, maybe... Yeah. Maybe Steve Bruce is going to transform us, and that's what's mm. all going to happen.
1: Of course, Trevor popped up <laughs> and scored against United as well, didn't he? So.
0: Absolutely. Really yeah, saying it's fun. a legend there.
1: Mm. Um, anyway, uh, we go on to the score prediction. I know, I know on TSP you went with a 2-2, I believe it was 2-2. That's right, it? Yeah, that's so it, yeah. Do you still stand by this?
0: I, I am sticking by my 2-2. I really am. And, and it just is kind of motivated by the fact you're on the back of two wins, um, and... I just, I guess, really, will probably ask me in about an hour and a half time when the Sheffield United game's finished, but I just can't see this game tonight. And I think you're going to just bring a surprise on Sunday. I really do. I quite fancy to get something. And so I'm going for a thrilling 2-2. Oh, OK. Exciting 2-2. And,
1: and you, Kevin?
2: Newcastle just scored. Is that San Maxim? Oh, my, are you joking? No.
1: Maxim, oh he has. Well done, yeah. Breaking oh
0: my games. word! Bloody
1: hell, guys! <laughs> Let me take it back. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: was,
1: I was just, 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 oh my word!
0: That's a result, though.
2: <sighs> Sorry if you got it on pause or whatever,
0: but <laughs> no, 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 not at all. No. I was just, just refreshing BBC. Clearly, not doing a good enough job. Come on, guys! I was guys.
1: just doing that as well. I was just refreshing hell. it, but it hasn't worked. Um, mm. Anyway, Kevin, prediction.
2: Um, it really does depend on uh, which Newcastle team turns up and which Saints team uh, turns up. I think it's the, the, probably one of the most unpredictable fixtures that we've got. Um, but I'm going to be massively optimistic and also plump for a 1-0 draw.
0: <laughs> That's optimistic, like, is it? Yeah. <laughs> like, like that. Optimism at
2: 1-1. I don't see us uh, getting three points. Uh, just to, We just don't have the consistency. We don't seem to take the positives from one match to the next. I mean, we right. kind of did that last night, but... Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I just don't see us getting enough. Like, and unless we, you know, um, set up like we did and park the bus like we did against uh, Man City. Uh, but yeah, I don't see that happening either.
1: Yeah, we can't. We can't do that against Newcastle. No disrespect. Mm-hmm. We can't. Surely. No, no I, I,
0: I would be disappointed if you came and did that sort of thing. Like, you, we're not prolific goal scorers.
1: Like. <laughs> Don't worry I about think everybody's a first. prolific goal scorer against <laughs>
0: Saints. <So laughs> don't worry, we can put pay to that you. it's all right. <laughs> um,
1: so, sorry
2: yeah, so so it's, like you said, it's, it, is a, it is a bit of a free hit. Maybe with the pressure off, um, we might be able to perform. But yeah, what's your prediction, I mean? Well, we never seem to turn up
1: there, do we? I mean, I, I nah. think Newcastle have the tools to hurt us. I know it's not up front, but... Um, And they don't score a heap of goals, and like you said, well, we don't either really, do we? But then you, what is it you said before, Tom, is that they've had, like, ten different goal scorers and six of them at the back or something.
0: Yeah, we're just defenders that score goals. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, their forwards don't seem to be scoring, um, and Almiron's not really clicking. Um, It's a tricky one, but, I I mean, I can't see us turning up again, and I think we're so inconsistent... And we're seriously lacking creativity in the middle of the part, and I don't think we're going to be able to break them down. And for that reason, I think we are going to lose 2-0. Wow.
0: Well, okay. So, I like how we all just were, like, feeling quite pessimistic about our teams there. <laughs> Good work, everybody.
1: This is going to be a great episode, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
2: My word. Um, we could try and lighten up the mood with uh, with, with a few frivolous questions.
1: yeah. Would you rather wear a Sunderland shirt every day for five years than sleep in a haunted house for ten?
0: Oh, I, I, was, I was saying, I just, it's got to be the haunted house. It has to be. <laughs> I just do I could face the, the Sunderland strip. Oh,
2: nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's quite a popular answer. Yeah, it's quite <laughs> confusing with the red and white stripes around, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, all right, would you rather be twice the height of Andy Carroll or half the height of Cedric? Oh, it up uh, here again.
0: Um, I don't know, how tall is Cedric? I don't know why this is going to govern my decision particularly. What is he like, five oh, foot eight maybe? I'm on it, I'm on it. He is... This is what i like to say. Five, five, five six. He is... <coughs> what,
1: he's five foot eight. Five, five foot eight, okay.
0: So I could yeah. either be very, very short or just extremely tall. Right, so
1: over 13 feet. <laughs> or... <laughs>
0: I don't know what would be worse. I think I think I'd be half the height of Cedric because I think I would still be able to kind of function normally normal in society in most ways, you know. Like be able to use doors and stuff without stooping enormously. Like that would get quite frustrating quite quick. I could drive a car and stuff. Well, yeah, I, don't know. Half, I
1: mean, could, you, could well, you drive a car?
0: Perhaps not easily, but no. I think adjustments could be. If I'm if I'm like thirteen and a half foot tall, I'm I'm going nowhere. It's not <laughs> a bit. I'm going for half the height
2: of Cedric. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, and, yeah, we do love a <coughs> fan chant on this podcast. What's your favourite Newcastle chant?
0: Uh, so, I really like this question, and I was going to kind of answer it in a really facetious way and just have one that's just like, Ashley's a cockney bastard or something.
1: <laughs> um, but
0: actually, like, as I'm, you know, you, you you have recent experience of getting a good hiding from Leicester, and as you well know, we got done 5-0 away earlier this season. Um, but I vividly remember us thinking the whole time... Um, uh, Charm that ends with the line will support you evermore um, and that's kind of taken on like a really special place this season for for Newcastle fans I think um, just this idea that regardless of what's going to happen we're staying true to our football club and it's a lovely thing to hear I love that yeah yeah you know 5-0 down and I was singing to home fans I couldn't believe it um, you know it's the only thing that kept me watching the game really this sense of like solidarity with them for being there through that. So no, yeah, no, yeah great. Great. i go mean,
1: I mean, with the point. I'm, I'm glad you said that, because I mean, well, I was at the ground <coughs> yesterday and the Norwich fans were fantastic. Um, oh, good. It's, it's You know, when you're that bad, you're, you're playing that bad and you, you can't, I'm not saying that Newcastle are. <laughs> no, 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 I know what you mean. <laughs> uh, and the fans are still waving the flag, uh, waving the scarves and, you know, and the players come over at the end of the game, even though they've lost and they're applauding yeah. the fans and everything and you think, Christ, if Saints lost, and the fans come over, I wouldn't do that. (laughs) I'd like to think I would, but I don't think I can. Yeah. It's not, I mean, the support that Newcastle has is, yeah, it's brilliant.
0: It is is fantastic, and, you know, we are very lucky to, to have such a good group of fans. Um, but, I, like, it's funny that you mentioned Saints fans, because, like, my my recent experience of St. Mary's has been kind of what you said there, but, like, we do a lot of away games, obviously, living in Sheffield. And I'm always impressed that Ralph, almost without fail, comes over and, and kind of, you know, credits the fans. When you guys beat Sheffield United earlier this season, for example, he was there for ages, just cheering and cheering up the fans. So, no, it's, it's a nice thing to see.
2: Yes, definitely. Good to see. All right. So, um yeah, I'm I'm also a bit of a, a geography buff. Um I do like my uh, my geography facts, and uh, we know that you're a geography teacher, so I thought I would say, in classic geography teacher uh, style, surprise you with a little pop quiz. I love
0: it. I hope none of my students are listening when I get these all wrong.
2: (laughs) Well, it's got a little Newcastle twist, so are you ready to play Where's the tune?
0: Oh, I'm I'm ready to go. This is exciting, guys.
2: Okay, so for each of these, I want you to tell me whether it's east of the tune, or west of the tune, or north of the tune, or south of the tune.
1: This
0: is an exceptional quiz,
2: by the <laughs> way. By the way, I
1: don't know any of this, so uh, you, you are just testing Tom, aren't you? Because yeah, good. Okay,
2: you can, you no, can play with the listeners at home. Yeah, push yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me luck, guys. <laughs> All right, so um, London is it east of the tune or west of the tune?
0: I think it's east.
2: It's East of the tune.
0: All right. That, that was that. I shouldn't have thought about that for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Just edit that. So I completely said east straight
1: away.
2: We'll edit in the right answers, I think. Cool. some applause as well. Um, okay, Moscow. North of the tune or south of the tune? Moscow. Oh, that's
1: tough. That
0: is really tough. Moscow. I'm gonna go marginally north. It is marginally north. Oh, I was
1: south. gonna say south. You know, yes. to be honest.
0: There you go, 50 fiftys done now. you know what's the sad
1: thing? As I've got a bloody map next to me and I've still got it wrong. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, no. All right, uh, Valencia, east of the Toon or west of the Toon? Valencia, right.
0: Uh, I'm going to go west. Spain's mostly west of Newcastle,
2: so let's go west. East of the Toon. Is it really? Oh, nightmare. <laughs> uh, okay. Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Is that... North of the tune or south of the tomb.
0: Now, Canada. I'm going to just be a little bit geography nerd about this. Like, stretches much to a much lower latitude than I think people think it does. So, I'm going to go that that is actually south of Newcastle.
2: It is south
0: of
1: Newcastle. Well done. That's, that's impressive. I was going to go north.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's Canada, there, sneaky low latitude, massive country. It is, you know.
2: Uh, Alright, St Mary's Stadium, east of the or west of the team? West? Yeah. It's yes. got to be
1: west, yeah. West,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, uh, <laughs> Copenhagen, <laughs> north of the Toon or south of the team? Let's go north. It's north of the Toon, <gasps>
1: yes. You've gone go go south, north then, north then, south then as well.
0: My word, I tell you, this is going really well.
2: Alright.
1: Hey, yeah, yeah, is it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <right>? Sorry, <laughs> Ray.
2: All right, the capital of Ghana, which is Ray? Uh, it's Accra. Accra, yeah. Accra, is nice. that East of Batoon or West of Batoon? Right. I'm trying to just visualise my world map here.
1: That's a good one, Kev. That's a... That's a
0: really nice one. I'm going to be writing these down, actually. I'm just going to use these my students. <laughs> uh, let's go with
2: East. It is East of the Toon.
1: Oh, That's, right. That's unbelievable.
0: <laughs> At this point, these are just guesses. <laughs> I wish I could claim to know this confidently.
2: Um, Alright. Um, we're going to Minsk. Is that south of the tomb or north of the tomb? Um South. It is south.
0: Oh, Jesus.
2: And the Shetland Isles. Um, is that east of the or west of the oh, I thought you
1: were going to say north or south then Kev I thought I had that <laughs> one and I was like we're <laughs> going to do it right um, let's go east
2: it is east
1: done
2: incredible okay and um, last one Belfast north or south of the tune?
0: Um you know what, actually the further away from the UK we got the better I, the more confident I was so I'm going to go with north it is south wow. Oh, the way you said it as well. I thought I was right.
1: Yeah, wrong. <laughs> I was like, going to go south there. Oh really? Oh, I was. was yeah. <laughs> but then again, I've got a map next to me, so. Okay. And I have still oh. got most of them wrong.
0: Even more impressive, aren't?
1: Huh? Although you <laughs> realize, I, this map that I do have, the, the UK is about the size of a pea, so it's not really helping <laughs> <me>. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, but yeah, but, um, yeah. So, it was very well done um, that 8%. was
0: amazing I'm super impressed with the effort there I love that
2: that was pretty
0: good I, yeah. yeah, I really
2: enjoyed that but yeah I love being um uh, challenged on capital cities, it's my sort of party trick. Oh, actually,
1: add. do you know what? I remember when we were in school, cap. I think we were in year nine, and we were beating our geography teacher for capital cities, weren't we? He <laughs> yeah. we was uh,
2: we we just good. so bored, and I sat next to that map, and I just started learning them. <laughs>
0: Love that, yeah. That attitude to learning, I need to pass it on to my students. Like, we'll be absolutely <laughs> laughing. Come on, guys. So, yeah, don't listen to what I'm saying, just, just learn. <laughs> <laughs> just, just whatever, yeah, just get on that map, crack on.
2: Ten years time have a good party
0: <laughs> You'll be nailing it, yeah.
2: Brilliant. Oh that was so much fun. Um yeah. Thanks a million for coming on at such so moment Oh, nice.
0: not at all guys, thanks for having me. A real pleasure.
1: Yeah,
2: you you've it's been brilliant. It's been,
1: yeah, it's been amazing. Thank you so oh, much. Really enjoyed that. Oh, I'm sure great as well. Do you know what, when I sent you a message I was like, it's just gonna be <laughs> No
0: <laughs> <laughs> No not at all. I was just feeling like, Oh my god, this is so cool, I can't wait.
1: Ah, that's brilliant. Um and actually I was going to ask if you could come back again in I think the the re- return fixture is in March and we'd like to have you both on as well. That'd be fun.
0: Yeah, we'd be absolutely honoured.
1: That'd be great. Yeah, great. It's not good. not a preview, maybe we could do like the game and we can have like Heinet versus nice. high net. it'll be good. Just
0: head to head while Lucy yeah. just scores me at everything. <laughs> <for> <laughs> can't wait. Uh, that'd be good. Excellent. Brilliant. Nice one.
1: Okay, right.
0: Right. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you very much. Yeah, cheers, mate.
2: right. Yeah. Up the Saints. Yeah, well,
0: good, best of luck on Sunday, We're thinking of you both. <laughs> cheers, man. All right, cheers, guys, man. take care. See you later. All right, see
2: you, mate. See you later, Bye mate. mate. Good, good luck the rest of the season.
0: Yeah, same yeah. to you. Yeah. See you later.
2: Enjoy the rest of the match as well.
0: Thanks a lot, guys. Cheers. Good night. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Night, mate. Hi, I'm Matt LaTisca, and thank you for listening to In That Number.
1: Okay, so we're going to look back at Norwich yesterday. So a 2 1 win. That's two home wins on the bounce. Seven points from nine. Six goals in three games. Undefeated in December. Danny Ings' red hot form continues. And that's 10, go- ten goals in all now. Um, but yeah, 2 1 goals from Ings and Bertrand and Pookie, of course, uh, for Norwich. I'll just run through the starting 11 with you, Kevin. Um, so McCarthy, Cedric, Stevens, Bednarek, Bertrand, Ward-Prowse, Hoiberg, Redmond, Ings and Long. Just the one change, and that was Long for Oberfemi. Uh, and the 4-4-2, I guess he's just sticking to what's
2: working. Um, yeah, if you could say that's what, what's working. Um, that was kind of the formation for the first half against Waterford that didn't quite turn out so well. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's sticking to players that are working, definitely. Um, Oberfemi... Um, Being frozen out for long I can understand that Long looked uh, pretty good From his his time against Watford And uh, yeah Definitely shows why he was In the team yesterday Um, And Danso Back on the bench as well So I thought uh, Maybe he might get a look in But no other than that I think it's what pretty much what we expected Wasn't it?
1: Yeah Um, I run through that bench quickly as you mentioned it So it was Gunn Yoshida, Adams, Romelu, Bufal, Oberfemi, and Dance back, as you say. Um Bufal's toe apparently had worst worst? Wow, that's that's, that's a good word. Um, had worsened, apparently. Uh the Watford game kind of like angered it, I guess, So he didn't take any part tonight. Um, that's that's a shame.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but if it's um you know, a kick of the Kitchen table that you need to get them performing like that rather than a kick in the ass, then <laughs> it's a price worth paying. But yeah, it's a shame because I think we could have done with a bit of pace in the second half from Uh, oh, from sure, yeah. uh
1: How did you see the game, Kev? Well, how did you see the first half?
2: Um, I, I, you're just watching it at home, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought it was a bit, it was very, very quiet starting, but I mean, we, we looked in control. Uh, just like pretty really relaxed and didn't mind um giving them possession, letting them pass the ball around. Um and Norwich weren't really much of a threat with it. I think their first shot at all was after fifteen minutes that McLean shooting wide there. And yeah, we didn't really have too much to worry about. They weren't really getting too far forward.
1: Yeah, I mean I couldn't I couldn't have said that better myself really. They didn't look like they had anything, did they? They just looked a bit well, a bit like we did against Watford in that first half. It was just, yeah. there was nothing there. Um, and then it only took 22 minutes for us to to open the scoring. Um, it was Danny Ings again, of course. 22nd minute, 10th uh, goal of the season. Picture yeah, perfect delivery from Prowsey. Right in between the Norwich defenders. I mean, you couldn't have put it any better. Yeah, I thought it was just amazing.
2: And it was sort of like piano keys, you know, like um, with all the defenders. I don't know how he managed to find that that k- kind of micro space between them uh, and just sneak that header in. But yeah, what a free kick uh, yeah. from James Ward-Prowse. He's been absolutely brilliant. And we're looking quite deadly from set pieces now, aren't we?
1: Yeah, it <laughs> sort of the start of the season. Yeah. Um, and then as I say, not a lot of, not a lot to shout about in that first uh, first half, other than just like. Ultimately pressing them, not giving Norwich a sniff. I thought we defended quite well, but then again, we didn't really need to. We weren't really tested. Um, and then we got the got the second, which I thought was going to kill the game off just before half-time. Uh, Ryan Bertrand, first of the season, but just awful defending. I mean, they... they those two knobheads on the post doing fuck all. I mean,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And Why just were
1: they
2: there? In in. And, you know, so, well, yeah, I'm on side, and all right, I've got yeah. a massive load of space. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it um, but yeah, yeah. No, Long gets on the end of that corner. Like when I when I saw it um, live. I mean, you were at the stadium. Did you think um, it was going in at that point before Bertrand got to?
1: Well, no, as usual, the goals happen. In, in the other end, yeah, end of the end,
2: yeah. So I didn't get the perfect view of it. But yeah, it looked like it was going in anyway. But um, yeah, watching it back on maps today, it looked, looks like it's going quite far wide. So yeah, nice little sneaky tap in there. Yeah.
1: And it was a completely uh, dominant first half, and they were well worth their 2-0 lead.
2: Yeah, and we could have had a, um, maybe a third or fourth. Um,
1: Probably you know, a third
2: hitting that screamer just before the end of the first half. Oh, it's a peach, right? Yeah. Um, a good save. And, mm. um, yeah, Jeanette, has a, had a nice crack from range. Yep. Uh, I thought, flat with them, even, I think. We could have done with a, a bigger cushion going into the second half because, you know, we, you all know what we do when we're sitting on a lead.
1: <laughs> well, we, we we bring on a defender, that's what we do, and try and shore things up. <laughs> it works oh so well. Um, but, yeah, you know what? I looked at the stats at the break, and I'm sat there at the half, and I think I messaged you at one point. Um, mm. And I looked at the... I was really shocked because Norwich had 56% possession. Um, and, yeah. they only, and they only had that one shot, and that was off target. But, I mean, I was surprised with the 56, 56% possession. I mean, we we, no. jo- we joked at the stadium, were they just, like, was it was it just Tim Krul having the ball at his feet all the time? I, 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 I couldn't believe it.
2: No, no, no. I think from... I was getting... I was getting kind of nervous, you know, that we're giving him so much of the ball. I did, did see it that way. I, think, oh, know, okay. I thought, yeah, about 60-40 was probably about right.
1: Um, but I remember thinking as well at the break, I'd just relax because I don't think Norwich have anything about them. Um, no tacking threat it whatsoever. Um, and Pookie was just living off a of scratch. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't even remember him touching the ball.
2: No, yeah, he was just like a ghost there. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that all changed in the second half.
1: Yes. Yeah, what happened?
2: I think that they just managed to crack us somehow. I mean, they made uh, two changes uh, at half-time.
1: Yeah, Tessie uh, and Steeperman came on, didn't
2: they? Yeah, for Tripple and Amatoo, And um, it just looked like they'd sort of worked us out.
1: It, well, t- a couple of seconds into the half and Pookie has a, has a sniff, didn't he? Yeah,
2: yeah. That good I mean, save from, from Mac. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was just coming kind of wave after wave. And... Um, yeah, that goal wasn't against the run of play.
1: Oh, do you not think so?
2: No, no, I thought, I thought that that was coming. Oh, OK. I think we, we gave them um, a lot too much leeway. I think we, we were already digging the trenches in, as it were, yeah, in the that. second and a half. And, yeah, I, I think it's just a bit cynical. Mm. I think when there's maybe 10 or 15 minutes to go, then fine. But, you know, two nils are still quite a fragile lead for us. If we let one in... It's brown trousers time, and that's exactly what happens.
1: And, yeah, the goal, um, Tete with that brilliant free ball, which yes. took out about three, three defenders, didn't it? Threaded
2: it entirely through the line, and Sedgwick was the only man that could have done anything.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, 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 and yeah.
1: he didn't. <laughs> and, uh, it has to be said, a lovely finish. He did strike it well.
2: Yeah. Yes, almost Ings-esque.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I thought, actually, after that after that goal... Norwich seemed to, you know, they seemed to settle, and they had a bit of fight about them. And then, then I was worried. And then yeah. and then I see Gineppo take the knock. Um, Romeo came on um, and short the midfield. I, I don't really have any complaints. I mean, at the time I was like, oh god, he's taking uh, Gineppo off and he's putting Romeo on. That says to me that he's playing defensive already. But I mean, if he had an if he had an injury, then there was two, two sides to it, I guess. So I, okay, I'm not 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 really complaining about it too much. And then um, Adams came on for Ings, wasn't it?
2: Yes, um, yeah.
1: What did you think of him in the limited time that we saw?
2: I thought it was brilliant. Um, uh, Adam's come in and so like, okay, he could make a hero of himself, yeah. Um, comes on, first thing that he does is um, he goes to pressure Tim Krull on the ball and slips on his ass.
1: Yeah, I saw. <laughs> 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 I mean, apart from that, I thought he looked quite bright and quite sharp. I thought he was...
2: Yeah, but... Starting to, to park the bus, there, um, there's not really much for him to do, so he didn't really uh, didn't have much to feed off.
1: Yeah, it was always going to be just counters at that from that point wasn't it you know you, you were relying him for a counter attack and just leave him up top on his own because you say like then your came on for long in the 85th minute yeah. and it made a, well, a five man defence or three centre backs and yeah so
2: it's 5-4-1 well. with uh, Adams yeah. up on his own basically mm.
1: it didn't sit well with me to be honest I know I, I get it I get why he's doing it but I still hate to see it especially from Saints because y- you, you know it's going to happen and I was preparing for it, then I thought, this is going to be 2-2, isn't it?
2: Yeah, um, but, I mean, Ralph's decisions, I mean, he's vindicated, really, uh, on the, off the back of these two results, we're doing it. I mean, I think we were a little lucky, not, not to concede, but, yeah, they just didn't take the most of their chances. Um, that Byram chance of the death where um, mm. it's Yoshi, isn't it, it just pings oh it back to It's so like, all right, I have another crash. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah um, that,
1: that, that all started from Hernandez going down the left and he was starting to run at Cedric. This is my problem with this because he goes past him with ease. Um, yeah. And he, he just leaves him on the feet of his pants, doesn't he? And the thing is, there is no effort to get up again. He was just so slow and thought It's almost as if he says, oh, oh well, you know, off you go.
2: Yeah. I mean, <sighs> he did have a a, a crack on the goal it was not a bad effort but yeah, other than that I've been mean, doing his job at the, on the right wing there there's, there's not much he does that, that really impresses me at all um, he gets, you know really, really far forward um, makes really poor crosses when he does and then can't track back for when we lose the ball so I'm not sure what the point is is the fapping on the pitch?
1: No, nope. uh, he's done, isn't he? As you say, yeah, the Byron shot, the double effort, hearts in mouths. But, but hang on, two one, absolutely massive relief. I, I, I was so relieved. It was it was unbelievable. Um, um, but, uh, just want to ask you about Shane Long. Do you think he's done enough to start against Newcastle?
2: Um, if you're talking about off the back of the performance, yeah, yeah, I think. Um,
1: yeah, he's done. He's done he no less than Oberfem. He has.
2: Oh definitely. And um, no, he he always uh, does a good job, puts a shift in, um, causes havoc with the defence, um, gets on the end of the balls. I mean doesn't really put him away. But you know, he had this kind of problem last season that he couldn't score for shit and then just found a good runner for him and like a doesn't know, just a rich seam of gold and just kept mining it. So yeah, I think he's definitely the kind of player that you, you want to have on the pitch at some point. And then whether or not, I doubt it, just because don't mean, does he have the energy to play two games in a week?
1: Um, yeah, that's a good point, actually. Um, I mean, may, maybe he, he put Adams on just to see what he's got and give him a bit of a run out and with his, with the intention to starting Adams. Um, and I, I want I to talk to you about Redmond as well. It's interesting because Tom, Tom said when we were talking to him that he thought Redmond was, was, was good. I, I don't think he was... Particularly great, um, and like I said, then I think he's been found out a bit. Oh, oh, how do you see it?
2: Yeah, I mean, he was he was good in the first half, but in the second, um, yeah, I think they sort of managed to unpick him. Uh, yeah, along, along the wing because uh, there's, I there's just a lot of a lot of space in the in the middle of the pitch that so, um, we weren't taking advantage we're of. always running down the channels and. Um, Redmond loves to, to dribble the ball up, and then is never quite sure what to do with it when he when he gets into the final third. Yeah,
1: you know, he just wants to cut inside on his right all the time, and then just they can't. The so, yeah,
2: because I mean, um, who 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 it was that they had on on their left? Uh, but um, is it Hernandez. Or?
1: Hernandez was the left wing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, um, but he just kept getting caught out.
1: Um, and we briefly touched on Cedric. Um but, but i mean do, do you think he's done now? Do you think his head's elsewhere?
2: I think he is um yeah i mean it's a silly thing to do isn't it to say that you're um that you want to leave a couple of months before the transfer window um uh, he's not virgin, ben, virgin virgin van Dyke <laughs> <laughs> he's not even the poor imitation virgin van Dyke no, um you know he's r- reaching the end of his career not really a Portugal international anymore, um performs like that.
1: Yeah, he's not he's not really putting himself in the shop window as it were. Not
2: at all. And yeah, I think maybe it's worth um just sticking with Valerie. Because long term it's a much better option if you've got a player there alright, yeah, he's got all the experience but doesn't really want to be there.
1: Yeah, and we definitely need some stability at the back there. So um so yeah, I I'm, I'm totally with you there. I think that that would be the change that I make for Newcastle, if I'm honest. Um, Man of the match, Kevin.
2: Okay, um, I'm just going to go with my heart on this and say James Ward Prowse. I think there's a lot of very strong candidates. Ings, just on the form of his life. Um, uh, Hoiberg, I thought he had a brilliant performance. He's definitely got his confidence back. Uh, But, yeah, Prowse just made my evening. Uh, just, just, just watching him play and all those set pieces, and I, like, I know they're a bonus. And he's not there just on the merit of his set pieces, but um, I just thought overall he had a wonderful performance.
1: Yeah, nice. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, I think Stevens and Bednarik ne- need a need a mention as well. I had a good night. Yeah. And actually, Stevens has been good since coming back. And as I said previously, I mean, aside from that costly error against Watford. You know, y- y- overall, you can't grumble, and, y- and you shouldn't grumble, really. I think he's been fine. Um, hmm. But m- I'm going to have to give it to Ings, I think, because, I mean, who else? I mean, where would we be without him? Just He just keeps continuing on and on. And, and as I say, I remember him chasing down lost causes towards the end of the game, and it just can't, he just can't give any more, and he's just so passionate. Just, yeah, important. I love him. <laughs> I do, I, and, you know, we need to survive, and his goals are going to do that for us, so...
2: Yeah, just important. Him and Proustie.
1: Okay, into the extra time segment. Um, I just want to start off by saying that the FA Cup third round draw has happened, as I'm sure you're all aware, but I'll tell you anyway. Um, We've got Huddersfield, um, and that's, that's a home tie, crucially. That is looking likely to be January the 4th. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the fixture's going to be confirmed, but that's that, that's what it's looking like. Um, I'm just happy with a home draw. But um, I think the focus does need to be on the league. But, yes. Yeah. Huddersfield at home. What do you think about that?
2: Um, oh, I was... i pretty shit fixture the last couple of seasons, really, to watch, but... <laughs> <laughs> um... I think, yeah, Huddersfield at home was the Christmas fixture uh, a couple of years ago, wasn't it? And, uh... The last game of last season. That was disappointing. (laughs) Yes, I hope it's better than them
1: Yeah, Um, and we have the goal and play of the month for November to announce, and I believe you are going to announce it because I don't know.
2: So we had uh, two goals each from uh, and Ings, Uh, Pricey against Man City, Ings against Everton, um, Ings against Arsenal, and uh, War Price free kick against Watford. And it's obvious that uh Paris free kick against Watford is by far the best. 88% of the vote. And for player of the month we had uh, Alex McCarthy, Danny Ings, Moussa Schneppo and James Ward-Prowse all there. And 86% of the vote goes to Alex Danny Ings. McCarthy! <laughs> 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 yeah, obviously
1: yeah. Danny Ings, yeah. That's as plain as a Bulgarian. Yeah, Ings up.
2: and Paris, your uh, gold. <laughs> <laughs>
1: ah uh, yeah brilliant Um, and moving on to the predictions Uh, so Kevin you mm. went for a crazy 3-2 Saints win
2: Yeah. but
1: you know two points to you I <laughs>
2: <laughs> you have to be so smug about it
1: sorry <laughs> I, have to. I went for a 2-1 win and what's more I said we're going to go 2-0 up and Norwich will claw one back and we'll make it really nervy I think I should get mm. 10 points for that. Um, I should probably get
2: 10 points for the week before then. Yeah,
1: forget it. Um, five points to me, um, but that leaves the running scores 36-28 to you. So, mm. yeah, well done.
2: It's getting interesting.
1: It's yours, man. I, I can't pull all this back now. Um, super 6. Wow. I mean, I just want to say, what an effort from Kevin Byrne yesterday. Just brilliant. He got 22 points yesterday. Fantastic. Right, check this out. He got Chelsea and Villa, spot on. Leicester and Watford, spot on. Saints and Norwich, spot on. Not the only one to get that one spot on, by the way. Uh, (laughs) Wolves and West Ham, (laughs) spot on. And he picked up two points for the Liverpool-Everton one, but I don't think anybody would have had four. Was it five-two?
2: Yeah. Yeah, five-two.
1: And the only blemish was that he predicted a draw between United and Spurs. But other than that, he was, wow, just amazing. I wish I could reach out to so I tried to actually find him, but um, I couldn't. So I don't know who he is. But well done, Kevin Byrne, if you're listening. Um, but that makes our overall leader, well, it's still Tony Randall, on 218 points. Uh, fantasy Football, Kev?
2: Uh, yeah. Um, I this game week is not quite over yet. Um, but the, our weekly winner is uh, Stephen Kay. His team, Foo's Your Daddy, mm-hmm. is on 86 points. Uh, Yeah Ewan Campbell's Lord of the Ings is on 82 So it's probably going to be one of them too At the top uh, Nathan Shelley's Play-Doh Plot Block block is on 78 But yeah Top of the league Still is uh, in Ralfrey Trust Stephen McCulloch's team 882 as we speak Uh, Lucy Hynett's getting stuck In there though 875 She's on sixty-eight for the week, so uh, yeah, she's catching, catching. Um, interested to in know where we are? Not really, no. No, I don't think it goes that low. But I, I'm I'm twenty-first, seven hundred eighty-two, and
1: keep scrolling, keep
2: scrolling, keep scrolling. I forget your team. There we It's fifty shades of chain. It is. Oh, you're not that far. It's thirty-first. Um, at, at thirty-two, far. yeah. Um no, it's, it's a good, good. Hundred isn't it? I no. think I, I, I think was, I
1: did all right this week. I thought I was okay. I got Vardy and Rashford up front, so I think they they picked up quite a few. Hmm.
2: Um. Yeah. Yeah. The podcast league is is pretty much the same, except for um me and Matt Markstone. We we're on about the same point. So uh, yeah, I I, th- I think from what I looked at, I've got a, a couple of players that didn't actually play at all. Uh, Chilwell, Tamori. Main target, none of them plays. Uh, Vardy, captain, should have really gone for money. And, uh, yeah, You're t- oh, you've got a good front line of Rashford and Vardy. That's what I just said. Mm. I'll say it again.
1: Mm. OK, um, uh, do you have a Russian phrase for me this week? Please say no, please say no.
2: I do have a Russian phrase, yeah. OK. OK, so uh, we hit a good form. so that phrase this week is Nuvudaria.
1: Mivudaria.
2: Ah, yeah, that's good. Mivudaria.
1: Mivudaria. What does
2: that mean? Which, it means uh, we're on fire. Oh, it literally means uh, we're we're on we're in the rhythm. Oh, okay. We're in so, the rhythm.
1: Uh, Mivudaria.
2: Mivudaria option. Yeah. Come on. So we need an- another wind to keep that rhythm.
1: Absolutely. And I don't think it's coming at St James's, but never mind. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, we've had, we do have a show on Sunday for you, and we have this week John Smith, the fundraiser, who is going to talk to us about his, his cycle from Land's End to John O'Groats, and no doubt about the big bike ride for next year. So, yeah, and then obviously we're going to talk about the Newcastle game. Um, but until then, up the Saints!
2: Up the Saints!
0: Podcast Network.